everyone, welcome. Today is Tuesday. I'm sorry, hump day. Wednesday, December 14, 2022. I am Solid Blue Sister, and this is my turn to talk. Hey, Frankie, how are you? You're number one today. Filthy breakfast. You're number two. Blood Ninja. Number three. Hey, Shelby, Shelby. Number four today. And everyone listening over on any of the other streaming platforms, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, welcome. I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone. Today's show is going to be a So guys, today is going to be a little different today. Um, it's not going to be a long show. This is this is going to be a fairly uh, a short short show. But I just wanted to just share a couple of things with with you guys. Um, and I know yesterday when we were talking about you know children, and then I asked you guys, um, you know, do you ever think about your children and you know, where they would be if you were not here. Well, um, yesterday afternoon, um, a friend of mine called and um, I did call Minnesota after the phone call to um, tell her I wanted to just dis- to discuss her brother because she's he's uh, who I'm going to, to talk about. And uh, she was, you know, fine with it. Um, Minnesota or tell or tell you guys the the backstory. 
Minnesota's brother was involved in a hit and run accident in Minnesota um, over the summer. And I have known Minnesota and uh, her family for quite some time. Um, I met Minnesota's brother when I was 14 and no, actually I was 13 and he was 14. I met him at the hospital when I was doing, when I was going through one of my speech therapy classes and we just started talking and we hit it off. And, um, through that relationship, um, our families met my, my parents, you know, were always at the hospital. Either it was my mom or my dad, mostly my, my dad and, um, uh, Minnesota's brother was there going through some things. So um, I've known him for a very long, long time. And when the accident happened, I, I mean, you have those friends where you drop everything for. And her brother is one of those people. You know, Minnesota's family is, is one of those uh, families that you drop everything for. When I heard about the accident, I immediately flew out to Minnesota. And at one point, um, the accident was so bad. There were four, there were, other than Minnesota, there were three other people involved in the accident. But of course, the driver, as usual, walks away. Um, There's some legalities going on and what have you, but Minnesota's brother got the worst of it. He was in the hospital for, for, for two months. So, um, but at the beginning when he was there, they didn't think he was going to make it. And, uh, the family asked me to give the eulogy and, you know, you, you go through your life knowing someone, you know, but again, death is something that you just don't think about. So fast forward, you know, um, he's out of the hospital. Uh, thank, thank goodness. Um, he's not a hundred percent. but he is getting there and he called me last night and we were talking, we were on the phone for about, you know, two hours and, um, he was talking about death. And he was talking about how his, you know, mother told him about the plans, you know, that they were making for him if he didn't make it. And um, one thing that he said to me was the title of the show, Death Finds You When It's Time for Your Appointment. And that made me look up a couple of things and um going to a lutheran school growing up we learned a little bit of latin you know whatever and momento mori means remember you will have to die that's greek latin you know remember you will have to die and Again, I don't mean to be morbid or, or anything, and that's not where I'm going to take this, this, this show. But I wanted to give you 
I wanted you guys to know why I am doing this particular show and why I chose this particular topic. Um, I'm not afraid of death because I know that that's part of life. You live, you die. You know, some people die when they're born. Um, some people live to be 100. Some people live to be 110, 120, you know. Um, through our life, we are going to meet people who are going to pass be before us. And we're going to pass be before others. But I want to tell you guys a story. And this is a... Um, This is a parable and it's about death. Many, many years ago, a king in Baghdad sent his son to the market for provisions. When the son got there, when he was there, the son saw a man he recognized as death. Death looked him in the face but he didn't say anything. The son was so frightened, he hurried home and told his father that he saw death. Well, the father, who was the king, went to the market. And when he found the man, he saw the man was indeed death. And he asked us, he said, why did you frighten my son? And Death said, well, before I tell you what, what Death said, there's one thing that I left out. The son was so afraid of Death that he got on his horse and he rode 75 miles to a town called Samara. So when the father confronted Death and said, you know, why did you frighten my son? Death said, I was surprised to see him here in Baghdad. I have an appointment with him in Samara tonight. And again, it's a parable, but again, it's just to tell you that no matter what we do, no matter where we go, we can't escape death. Welcome GP Matt. Um, People do all kinds of things in, in life. They want to freeze themselves. Um, you know, we, we do all kinds of things. You know, we take vitamins, you know, we work out, we, you know, get transplants, we go to the doctor, we get shots, we, we get surgeries, you know, um, we think we're living this healthy lifestyle to prolong life. But are we prolonging life or are we trying to push death as far back as possible? Because when your heart stops, that's considered natural causes. If you just go to sleep one night and don't wake up, your heart stops. You didn't have a heart attack. Whatever your heart just stops, that's natural causes. And we don't know when that's going to happen. And when you look around and see, you know, what we're doing, we go on TikTok, we 
lip sync to songs, you know, end up getting, you know, 2,000, 3,000 views. We videotape people getting attacked. We, you know, videotape people, you know, running down the street, running to a wall. And, you know, we think it's funny. And we're racking up all these likes. And as Brina said the other day, you know, some people, you know, you just want the likes. But when we are so attached to social media, and all of us are in some way, somehow, we, we all are. Some of us may spend all our time on TikTok. Some of us may spend all our time on Facebook, whatever. Um, you know, some of us, I mean, the way our life is right now, the way society is right now, we are in some way, all of us, addicted in one way or another to social media. I mean, just coming on pod, pod media every day. You know, um, how many go, how many people go from show to show to show to show, you know, um, before all of this noise, people read books, they listened to music, they went outside, they went for walks in the park. How, how many of us, you know, see when we walk, when we come home from work or on a Saturday or whatever, we look outside and you see girls jumping rope. You don't see, see that anymore. I mean, growing up, that's all we, we did. We played double dutch, you know, we played four, four square. I mean, we were outside and we came in when the street lights came on. Now you can barely get kids to, you know, get off the sofa because they're playing a video game. Instead of giving children books to read, you're putting a cell phone in, in their hand. And I'm talking about when they're little. I'm talking about before they're even one. If they can hold the phone, you know, to, to shut your kid up, as some people would say, you're giving them a phone. And after the conversation that I had with my friend last night, and, you know, and we talked about a lot of this. And welcome, Sports Sofa. And, you know, you look around and one day you're going to be older, maybe, maybe you'll get to be middle age or elderly or just old. Maybe you won't. Maybe you won't get past the age of six, six, sixteen. Maybe you won't get past the age of a 15. You know, but do you want to wake up one day and wish that you had done things differently. And I know yesterday's show, we were talking about, you know, would you have done things differently for your child? But I'm, I'm just saying, you know, would you have done things differently? You know, um, a lot of us have ambition, but a lot of us are imprisoned by our am ambition. A lot of us are chasing that almighty dollar so much that we don't have time to spend it and enjoy it. I mean, there are um, 117 billion people who have lived and died on this planet. That's a lot of people. And we're part of it. We're part of the living part. But one day we'll be part of the died part. 
And we don't know when, when that is. I mean, I think about people who have cancer or some other ailment where they're going to um, die. And even though they may know that they may only have six months, a year, two years, whatever, they kind of know, but they don't know. They still don't know that date. And sometimes when you talk to people like that, you know, they try to um, uh, prolong, I was about to say prolong it. They try to um, get their bucket list in. Why don't we do our bucket list now? Why do we wait? You know, do we make excuses for... um, things that we should have done or things that we wanted to do? Do we blame it on the job? Do we blame it on our spouse? Do we blame it on our kids? Well, I can't do this because of my child. I can't do this because, you know, my husband, my wife, my mom, my dad. Life is short. Life really is short. I remember, (laughs) you know, I remember when I turned 13 and I couldn't wait to be six, 16. I remember my 18th birthday. I, I remember when I turned 21. I, I remember, you know, when you think about your life, it looks like it was yesterday. But as you get older and older and the years go, go by faster, of course, when you're little, it takes forever. It seems like, you know, for that next birthday to come around. Now they're coming around too, too fast. You know, um, life is just such a mystery. Every day is a mystery. We can plan what we want to do. I can plan to do this podcast every day. One day I may not do it because not that I couldn't do it because I was doing something else or something came up. I may not do it one day because I didn't wake up. You know, and when I was talking, you know, to my friend and um, he was, you know, telling me when he was in the hospital and when things were touch and go with him and how he felt. Hi, Ellie. Welcome. You know, um, how he felt. Um, He said that he did a lot of talking with God. He talked to God a lot. And he felt guilty and he said that he apologized to god because crucible welcome he apologized to god because even though he had a relationship with him he let that relationship falter but then you know he's apologizing because he's praying that he doesn't die it's like why do we turn to god when we are about to die or when we face death in the face. You know, and Brina says, completely agree. When it's your time, you know, it is your your time. Brina says, it's a shame. Podbean is the only social media I can handle. Real life is so much better. 
And Shelby says the birthdays do do come fast. Yes, yes, they do. You know, um, when we go through life, and again, you know, my friend and I, I mean, we spent a lot of time on the phone yesterday. And I have been out to Minnesota countless times over the past couple of months to, to, to see him, um, mainly when he was in the hospital. And, um, you know, at one point when he first got hurt, you're looking at him and, you know, in my mind, I'm like, this may be the last time I'm going to see him breathing. And you start to think about your own mortality, you know, and as I told you guys before, you know, you know, when my dad died, I thought about my mortality. When my mother died, I thought about my mortality and my sister and I talk, talked about it. Who was going to be the last one? Juju, what welcome. You know, um, if you are someone who lost your parents young, when you're a teen, whatever, do you think about your mortality then? Because the bottom line is, you can't cheat death. Some of us, you know, you, you could say, you know, you cheat death if you are, you know, in an accident or something. You go to the hospital and they revive you and they, you know, save you. Um, are you cheating death if you get a, a, a transplant? Yeah, I guess you can say that we are. In a way. But in the end death is still going to find you. So going back to the parable, you know, in the story that I told that I told you guys, you know, it's like death was in Baghdad, but he had a date in Samar with the same person that evening. You can run, but you can't hide from death. So, um, Go, when you go through life, and again, I told you guys, this show is going to be a, a bit different. Um, when you go through life, you know, do you have good ideas or do you have God ideas? Do you have ego goals or do you have spirit goals? I mean, there are some people who have so much money. And they crave so much more that they don't even need but they want more and more and more and more and more that they don't even spend it. Then you have those people who go around day to day, you know, they may be pushing a shopping cart, living under the freeway or expressway, highway, you know, whatever, whatever you, you call it, wherever you live. And they're just fine. They're happy. And my final question to you, to you guys, is what, you know, what will you wonder, not what will you do, but what will you wonder on your deathbed? When you die, 
Um, okay, GP says, can't cheat death if you change gender. I'm not understanding that. Um, you know, okay, uh, Brina says, I just hope to have loved ones are, are around me. But what, what will you wonder? What, what do you think will go through your mind on your deathbed? Will you wish, uh, welcome the only cook crazy lady. Will you wish that you had, um, done something different? That you treated someone better or maybe you treated them worse? Will you wish, you know, you had gone someplace that you always wanted to go? I mean, what will you, will you wonder? You know, and, 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 you know, and that's why I say, take pictures, keep those photo albums, you know, not everything in your phone, you know, because when you go back and look at where you were when you were two, when you were five, when you were 10, that friend that you had in seventh grade, whatever. Now you go look back at those photos and um, that's part of your life. Before all the noise, you know, when you, when you look back at your life before all the noise uh, 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 came in, because in today's society, we have a lot of noise. A lot of noise. And it's all over social media. And I don't, you can, you know, you can say, you know, the media, the media, the media, the media, media, but we're all part of it. We're all part of it. No matter what you're listening to, it's all noise. And we're part of that noise. We contribute to that noise. So how do you want to be when death finds you? You know, what person do you want to be when it's your uh, appointment time, when death is tapping you on the shoulder and says, time to go? You know, Brandon says, I'll probably wish I didn't work so much or that I reconciled with certain people. And uh, Brandon says to Ellie, it would be a blessing to have loved ones around. GP says, I am the media. Uh, uh, Ellie says, exactly. Uh, you deserve it, sweet. You know, so, you know, again, you know, um, when we cut out all, all the noise, you're, and I sound like a, a, a cliche, but I truly mean this. You're living in true freedom because I don't think that we are. I don't, I don't think any of us are. I don't think any of, of us are. You know, um, I, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I've been blessed many ways, you know, but at the same time, you know, I'm tied down. To, to certain things that I could probably easily let go. But what are you going to do when death finds you? So I told you guys the story about the, uh, or the parable about the um, king and his son. 
And now I want to leave you, because I told you this is going to be a short show today. Uh, let's see. And Rena says to Ellie, you do too. No, GP, I, I, don't, I don't worry about it. And Ellie says, I wish I could have done more things. I don't worry uh, about death. I wish I could live to be 100. I, and I've said that. I know you guys are trying to hear me saying that. But I don't, I don't worry about it um, because I can't do anything about it. I, I can't do anything about it. I can, you know, go out tomorrow and go to the market and not come home because I, I had an accident. You know, and, you know, for some of you guys who came in late, you know, with, with my, my, my friend from Minnesota, he was going, you know, he was just out at, and about running some errands and he got hit by a drunk driver who hit, who hit three other people, but he got it the worst, you know, just going out minding your own business. So, no, I don't worry about death because there's nothing that I can do about it. I, as I said yesterday, I worry about, you know, you always, in terms of your kids, you always want to be around. You know, like I said, my son could be 80 years, years old. If I'm still around, I'm still going to worry about it, you know, but I don't worry about death because I, I can't do anything. So I want to leave you guys with um, a poem. Uh, it came from Chicken Soup for the Soul. If some of you guys are familiar with that book. And it was written by Nadine Stare at age 85. And it's called, If I Had My Life to Live Over. And supposedly she wrote this on her deathbed. If I had my life to live over, I dare to make more mistakes next time. I'd relax. I would limmer up. I would be sillier than I have been on this trip. I would take fewer things seriously. I would take more chances. I would take more trips. I would climb more mountains and swim more rivers. I would eat more ice cream and less beans. I would perhaps have more actual troubles, but I have fewer imaginary ones. You see, I'm one of those people who live sensibly and sanely hour after hour, day after day. Oh, I've had my moments, and if I had to do it over again, I'd have more of them. In fact, I tried to have nothing else, just moments. One after another, instead of living so many years ahead of each day. I've been one of those people who never go anywhere without a thermometer, a hot water bottle, a raincoat, and a parachute. If I had my life to live over, I would start barefoot earlier in the spring and stay that way later in the fall. If I had it to do over again, I would travel lighter next time. I would go to more dances. I would ride more merry-go-rounds. I would pick more daisies.
And um, with that, I do see the rest of your, your comments. But with that, that's my show to today, guys. Um, and I am going to leave you with a song called Price of Freedom. It's a little bit longer than what I usually play. But with that note, I will be back tomorrow. I appreciate all of you guys coming. And enjoy your day or evening wherever you are in the world. And go where the wind takes you.
Okay, everyone. Again, thank you so much for coming, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Bye.